A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hi, signers. Uh, before we get into this week's episode, we just wanted to say that uh, there's like a, an audio thing that we heard in the f- headphones while we were recording. It's very windy here. We're not sure what it is. You're probably not even going to hear it. But in case you do hear some like faint flamenco sounds in the background, you're not losing your mind. Uh, you just have good hearing. You just have really good headphones, probably, or <laughs> fantastic sound system. Um, but we are aware. We apologize if it is is distracting at all. But we don't think it will be. But we just we know, and so we didn't want you to know that we, like, we want you to know we know. Yeah. If you're like, should I DM them? Do they know? It's like, yeah, we know. We know. We know, and we're sorry. So, but, but it's a great app. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna enjoy it regardless. So yeah. without further ado, here's this week's app. Bye. Bye. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chenu. And today we have special guest with us sitting uh, <laughs> side by side on Lisa's couch, uh, interview style. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the band Potty Mouth. Uh, we have Allie, Abby, and Victoria. Forgive me for 
not writing down your last names beforehand, but That's okay. I feel like the band names were important, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's, yeah. All <laughs> That's all you need to <laughs> Google. You're like, you're like mm, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Yeah. On this blustery, blustery evening. Yeah, very ominous. Weird, windy tuesday it's the windiest <laughs> tuesday it feels like i was telling them when i got here that every time i've like entered or exited uh, a building it feels like the wizard of oz when you're like pushing <laughs> the door open to close it. <laughs> yeah yeah i took a lift over here and my lift driver said that he got coffee before he started driving and he's the woman in front of him was blown over <laughs> i didn't ask a follow-up question which i really should because i have several uh but this los angeles women are very thin here. that's true <laughs> I, told that, so I was like you mean her coffee was blown over he just yeah. was like she blew over i i <laughs> i wrote my i ride a scooter and i was like not going to because it's very dangerous to ride in very very windy conditions but i was like fuck it i gotta get this thing home i'm on very low gas and i'm just scooter rule is it, you gotta you get the scooter you gotta get the scooter home <laughs> and i got home and i just found like a lot of twigs in my hair just like blown in from wow. in the park but <laughs> you should have come over like that oh, like, oh. like that just like with a cuckoo's nest I like, in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys running for podcasting <laughs> a squirrel runs down your shoulder it's like uh, all, the, all the reviews now are like they keep talking about their own signs and their twigs in their hair <laughs> <laughs> we get reviews that we talk about we our talk own about signs a lot it's weird because it's our podcast you sound um, like Veruca's salt right now it's my sign <laughs> and I'll tell you about it <laughs> um do you guys know your signs? Just yeah, to like get elephant in the room. Re- well read. Oh. Yeah. It was exactly one year ago that I was able to figure out my rising sign. Because it, w- it wasn't. On this day? Well. <laughs> That's why the wind was picking roughly, up. Yeah. Roughly. I remember because Abby, you and I had just started working at Coachella. Oh. Okay. And my mom texted me one morning. She's like, I figured out what time you were born. And Whoa. then immediately determined that I was a Scorpio rising. How does that make you feel? I, it's what some of my best friends suspected. So it <laughs> makes me feel good that they were so on the nose. And yeah, it makes me, I feel like I've got like m- a lot of close friends who are Scorpio rising. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, you know, our little crew and it makes sense. And we're all, yeah, we're all bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you're not alone. Not in this house. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was just like an immediate note that I saw. I was like, Oh, two Scorpio rising. In our-. Well, there was some crossover, I think between all of your mm-hmm. charts and placements and things. Mm-hmm. But so before you knew, your time from your mom and all that did you just like not know or did you have guesses or like was it just I left in mystery I you should know, tell the whole story so about how you found out the time it was a saga Ooh. Yeah. Wow. i mean so i yeah my i asked my mom you know what time was i born and she uh, couldn't remember so she went to look for my birth certificate and found my birth certificate and the county that I was born in doesn't list times. Mm. So, oh no, uh, evil! It's like so like pilgrimy. It's yeah. like come on, like put a timestamp on this thing. Yeah, I even like sent a, a like a request with like a 
check in it for like fifteen dollars to the <laughs> Department of Vital Statistics <laughs> requesting my birth record. Whoa! What, what they sent me didn't have the time. Wait, is the Department of Vital Statistics like a state thing, or is that like a U.S. I nationwide think it's specific to? counties or okay. cities mm-hmm. i don't know because i was i was born in albany new york and mm-hmm. so i'm pretty sure it was the albany county department of vital statistics wow so yeah, i mean like, the capital isn't that the capital of new york yeah, i like started to say that very confidently and then i was like oh the, no the capital I mean, the capital the capital yeah i was like you'd think that they would list a time yeah, yeah. well you know? apparently time is not important to them (laughs) as long as the day is there it's an illusion yeah it's an illusion but and then i asked you know i i thought at the very least maybe my mom would have like a memory or like Mm -hmm. an idea like do you remember what time of day it was and she was just like no i don't (laughs) what's your mom's sign a Gemini like me. Uh, I have an air mom. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> she also was like, mm, I don't really yeah. remember. Oh, I mean, I mean, come on. True, true like, also. I don't want to remember. But I know some moms that are like, <laughs> I know exactly the time. Oh. Like that. Yeah, it's like yeah. that kind of. But I my, was like. My Virgo mom was like, we checked in. You were born 10 minutes later at 10, 10 a.m. <laughs> Fastest birth in the Midwest. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like your brother born at high noon. His nurse looked just like Gina Davis. And I was like, oh, my God, how conscious were you? Because <laughs> most I the thing with the rising and times is like a lot of people ask their moms and they'll like be like, it was definitely the morning. And then they get their birth certificate. I was like, oh, it was midnight. Weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Guess right. it was like busy giving birth. And I don't yeah. remember anything that happened. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so she had no recollection, and then she, like, <laughs> tore apart our house, or their house, the only house I ever lived in, you know, growing up, um, the house that I was raised in. She tore it apart looking for my baby book. Couldn't find my baby book. Um, it took months. Like, this was a whole saga, and I guess she finally found it. Um, like in the walls. Yeah, like. <laughs> somewhere, and she was like, you were born at 7... 42 p.m. or whatever it is and then actually just the other day as I was thinking about this podcast I out of curiosity so I knew I was born on a Saturday and out of curiosity I wanted to see what time the sun set on that day um like may 21st 1988 so i went to like a sunset calculator online oh it's it's quite (laughs) i think we could tell from your chart that it's quite close let's see mm-hmm. wait what i you said mean? you little digger well i am a digger because okay because i love that's my favorite time of day i love sunsets Ooh, I, I, just? I just i know it's yeah. a cliche but i just love sunsets i love when the sky's pink and i thought maybe i was born on a saturday when the sky was pink and to me that is like my <laughs> ideal vision well, yeah, from time. your chart, it does look like it's close to, um, oh, no, it doesn't look like it is. Let me see. Allie? Yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah. like your sun's pretty close to the descendant, so that would be close to sunset. That's yeah. like the sunset of your chart on that axis, you know? Yeah, and I just think that's beautiful. Wow, <laughs> seventh house, Gemini much over here. <laughs> you, so I think... Someone mentioned that you're like well versed. What does that mean to you all? Mm, that we are all aware of our core planets mm-hmm. and the signs, and we're able to be like 
well, maybe I'm like this because of these qualities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So there, it's not like totally foreign territory. No, no. no. We, we, we love to psychoanalyze. Yeah, we got <laughs> deep into astrolo- astrology after moving to L.A. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's, a, it's a safe zone here. Abby, like you explain your theory. Oh, that um, <laughs> people on the West Coast, especially California, are more into astrology because there's no weather out here to talk about. Because on uh. the East Coast, everyone's like, it was raining today and I got to work late. And then because of that, I, you know, I screwed this paper up. And here it's like, I'm a Virgo and I just like have to get everything done like this. And I, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. that. I think mm-hmm. it's the same thing, too, of whatever's above kind of where you're like i saw you, you would see the sky easier not here yeah. in la but in california there's like insane. more reason to look up in the west coast you're like wow a tree <laughs> and like the like, mountains uh, i saw that venus is in libra uh-huh. or whatever i know? mean i'm from the rust belt area so it's like if it doesn't involve getting calluses on your hands it's like what the <laughs> fuck is this like what is this woo woo astrology i mean i know i think astrology <laughs> is like everywhere i don't think it's like state bound or like you know only like liberal Mm -hmm. bubble bound it seems like it's kind of permeated into like mass culture i just passed a sign well i'm in la so that doesn't count it was like (laughs) don't blame the things i said when mercury was in retrograde or some like (laughs) neon sign i was like oh no it's very much an la thing Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think it's like more um acceptable to just like talk about in like everyday conversations for in sure LA, where mm. you could say you could say oh mercury is retrograde to a straight like a cashier and they would be like oh girl i know yeah like that kind of thing whereas like i don't think that's the same in, totally. in other places but i think we're also just like a godless city <laughs> so people are oh, also we have just, scientology i mean that's we do that's true. that's true actually we are a very uh, very god-centered city i mean we are a city of angels but also a city of devils it's true all all at the same all at the same time i do think that weather thing makes sense because yeah think, like i think i've thought of that before but i think it's more i haven't thought about it in terms of like I thought about it in terms of like I think when you live in a place that has weather, everybody mm-hmm. there kind of is like fighting a common enemy. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, when the weather's so nice, yeah. there's like nothing else to like contextualize yeah. what's going on. You have to look so, at you have to everyone everyone just fights each no, other. Yeah, that's sort of what I mean. Like, yeah, it just influences your day to day situations well like, i think you also yeah. just have like mental space to be like oh like feel a little more like oh yeah we all are connected yeah. when it's like 70 <laughs> and sunny out most days and you're just like yeah i guess the universe and the like the sun and the stars and the planets <laughs> like they're chill well i think like i mean it kind of goes with like the joan didion fantasy right of just like oh la is a city where you can live amongst millions but be all alone at the same time yeah. you can be down in the dirty streets of downtown la but up in the coyote canyon in a blink of an eye so i think it's just that when you have more time to be feel isolated rather than being amongst the people to you get the more introspection time of like well i guess i'll look at my fucking natal chart and like yeah. figure out why i suck <laughs> which book was that from huh oh, sl- what sl- slouchy <laughs> towards bethlehem <laughs> the white album uh, yeah, something. some i don't know at me diddy and heads 
Love Victoria, it. I have a question for you. Oh, shit. You play drums, correct? Yes. How do you feel about having so much Capricorn yes. and this timekeeping kind of um, oh. overarching theme? Oh, I've never thought about that at all. Okay. okay yeah. Well, there it is for you. <laughs> well, I and like to, we've solved it. <laughs> I tried to guess before looking at what, what instruments each of you played. I tried to guess right your oh, charts. Cool. And yours immediately. I like was like, oh, drummer. Like, <laughs> Uh, that's so cool because I also, also you're, never thought of that yeah I mean you have all of that Capricorn and then also your Gemini rising which rules hands okay oh um, wow and then what else did I write there was another oh I think also like okay I have a I have a theory um, about drummers who are also front people that they're like the most monstrous human beings on earth <laughs> like, is that you <laughs> Like Phil Collins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's like the, or like Don Henley is a mm. like drummer front man. Um, Does Tommy Lee Jones count? You mean Tommy Lee? Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly someone did not watch That's The really Dirt. Um, okay. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones also does not count. Dude, Tommy Lee Jones should have cameoed in The Dirt. <laughs> did you guys watch The Dirt? Yeah, I watched Oh my that. God. <laughs> That sh- I forgot how cool some of that Tommy Lee stuff is. Though, like that hook and the, the drums, drums. Yeah. and everything. I was like, it's that cool. would been if I were at a Motley Crue concert back in the day. <laughs> I absolutely would have been like flashing my tits, no <laughs> questions. Pain asked. respect. I mean, the technology alone. I know you guys aren't gonna believe this, but <laughs> I didn't see it. Oh, I thought um, you were gonna say that Tommy Lee or Lee Jones is a Capricorn. I no. was gonna be like, oh my no. fucking god! What's your theory? I looked at your just that if you're a drummer front man, it's a, I'll be honest, it's a front man. I don't know why I said front person like it's not a fucking man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is the monster. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to be woke, and in that moment was just stupid. Um, drummer front men. I think are just like the biggest monsters in the world because your job as the drummer is to like keep everyone together and like Mm. be in the back, like, you know, keeping time and like under your like the the beat of it. But you're not the the melody or whatever. So if you're like, oh, no, I could do both. You're (laughs) a fucking monster. Also, drummers, Shami, it's like a, a cool backup dancer, like. I'm going to be looking back there if I think you're the shit. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to, like, you don't need to put yourself in the front. I'm going to be, like, zooming in. Like, so fun to watch. Oh, oh, yes. But, I mean, you got this Aquarius sun, which is all about, like, the the collective or whatever. Like, what's what's good for the group? What's uh, not just that, too, but also. It's like society at large and bigger picture things. Yeah. But I was like, I bet you're. A real good drummer. Wait, I mean, we've heard your music, so it's <laughs> not that. But I was like, this is a drummer chart. Whoa, Whoa. Cool. those things you're saying, I like the Capricorniness. I was like, this. I feel like that l- lended well to it, and the Virgo Moon too. Like, I feel like it's just like metic. Like drums are like meticulous. Like sloppy drums this can not, can yeah. happen, but you know, it's fun to see like some tight ass drumming. But uh, Abby, are you the songwriter mainly? Yeah, because that was the one. Like speaking of like musical notes that I wrote. Okay, this is the most goth chart ever. I know, was so what I wrote emo. down. I <laughs> so said emo. very poetic, very otherworldly, very I feel like this is like 
you know, <laughs> like poems rule. Like this is just like that, like Daria E. Like just I was like, okay, yeah. this is like I see it. This is the vision, and if she's not like this, then I don't know what I'm doing with <laughs> no, my. You got it. Okay, so you know all you knew all this going yeah. in, just because all of that. Just I mean, well, Scorpio Sun first house and with the rising, and then all this like other scorpio energy but in the 12th house in that house I know, of pisces i'm like 80 percent scorpio yeah yeah i well <laughs> also your chart shape is a bundle which What's are that? um these like superhero complex people which i think just goes so well with like that on stage like having that outlet for that because mm -hmm. i'm a comic too so i have that same thing where i'm like i can make people laugh like i can whatever <laughs> and it's like yeah of course like uh, of course, like, I'm, you know, you're human. Obviously, you're not, like, a fucking superhero complex person. But I think that that mixes really well with performance. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. I was just, I wrote down a question of just do your words or directness with words. Since you have, Mar you have Mars on the Ascendant, which is, like, and I think being a super Scorpio and, like, sun and rising, we have a theory that, like, I think when people have their sun rising the same, they can't help but be themselves, even if situations yeah. like, you know, some people can mold to like, well, I'm just going to like shut up because yeah. like, like group think or whatever. But they're like, no, actually, <laughs> I'm still going to just I'm just going to say it like it's just like, I'm just going to say it. So I just wonder if that ever if you ever feel like any of that gets you like in trouble or have any like since you have a Sagittarius mm. Mars too, I feel like they're notoriously like foot and mouth people. So I, I, that was just my question since yeah. we we're in the poetry world 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 i think it world, world. comes out more in a not in an aggressive way but more that i'll say something that maybe i think is funny but it's like the exact wrong thing to say in that <laughs> moment so <laughs> that's probably how that manifests that checks out with the sag yeah. mars <laughs> I think so. well i think that it's interesting because we just had um Pisces I mean it's currently too but we just went through this long Mercury retrograde in Pisces and mm -hmm. um, I've brought it up several times that um, astrologer Ann Ortley talks about Mercury in Pisces being kind of like very musical because it's communicating Mercury is not at home in Pisces because it's so watery and dreamy and wishy-washy and mm -hmm. all that um, but that is like poetry and song because it's like using finding a way to communicate that's not like succinct talking but totally. it's this otherworldly kind of thing and then i think in scorpio you know you're gonna get that yeah it's like edge a nice, to it it's a nice indirect way to tell people how i'm feeling without asking for help directly <laughs> yes <laughs> that's very do you feel like um you have you like changed i'm looking at this pluto place oh that's you. what i was that's, looking at yeah. do you, change, right, your do you change your appearance a lot oh yeah yeah i like change my hair all the time but it's always the same style it's just different colors all the time that's interesting do you feel do you ever feel like um that reinvention like sparks something new in you your son's right there too so it's like this kind of idea of your rising Pluto and your sun all being there, being able to kind of self-destruct and recreate. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel that that fulfills something in your soul or is it just for fun? Um, yeah, no, I get bored of myself really easily. And so I think I like to <laughs> I like to change my hair and, and that will at least make me feel like, OK, now this 
these clothes are more interesting or like I can now be this person because my hair is pink or now my hair is brown so now I can be more normal and I think that's interesting too with your son being there at a critical degree that maybe your uh your knowledge of self might be uh it might not feel like it has to be forever that you're like uh, I am who I am right now in this moment and Mm -hmm. tomorrow I might wake up someone else kind of thing yeah yeah totally I am a water sign (laughs) (laughs) very fluidity um Allie what popped out to me when I was looking at your chart um was this just like your house placements just with this like Again, I mean, I love talking about a seventh house because it's just so romantic and so like love and beauty and marriagey and like commitmenty things. But then you're a Gemini, and I'm like, wait, what? It's like so, <laughs> like, because it's can like it's like, oh, I'm born into this thing that appreciates this, but like my inner core nature isn't this. And I I felt that too, even looking at your your Leo Moon in this ninth house, which is all about like freedom and exploration, but also it all centered on finding yourself. But then you have a lot of things about partnership. So I just didn't know if any of that like strikes a chord or like rings true with like either like not to get like too like personal life we can talk about whatever you guys want to talk about but like dating or like this or like being solo like i don't know i feel like there's a dichotomy of like solo and partnership that was all in there definitely i mean i've been in a long distance relationship for the past two years i live here in la and my partner lives in philly and to me this is the healthiest relationship i've ever had it's the easiest relationship i've ever had it's the most loved i've ever felt it's the most supported i've ever felt and part of what makes it so strong is that we're supporting each other on our separate paths and doing our own things with a long-term plan to you know be together Mm -hmm. but in the meantime like you know we met during a time where i had moved out here to pursue our band on a more serious level and they had just started acupuncture school and you can't put your own you know life goals and plans on hold just because you you know fall for someone so we've just been able to do this long distance relationship and it's um been really really good for me because I can't imagine like I already feel like I have like no time for all the things I want to do with my life and I can't imagine like what these past couple years would have been like with us like working on this album and going through all these experiences together like I can't imagine like having like a partnership like that's you know in my like day-to-day life here in LA that just Mm -hmm. seems like I I just I don't have time for it whoa how do you feel about having fun (laughs) how do I feel about having fun (laughs) I love having fun do you do it a lot (laughs) (laughs) uh your jupiter is just close to the descendant there i just wondered if you it's also in your sixth house so i wonder if you kind of um have to clean your house before you go out or okay yeah (laughs) i can't um my roommate literally cleans the house as a party is happening (laughs) i can't not i have to be doing it constantly um my roommate the other night said to me he was like you can't relax until you make yourself anxious. And that just rang so true. I was like, whoa, oh that gosh. is me. Like literally like in bed, scrolling on my phone, reading about like missing persons cases, and <laughs> serial killers as I relax myself to sleep. 
Well, I mean, you got that Venus in your eighth house, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's that and Scorpio rising, and and uh, I think you have because we're that like generation. You do have you know those outer planets and Saturn and Capricorn that I think is also kind of like a darker. Um, fascinated or is not sh- uh, afraid of things that are a little more edgy or darker um i think it's interesting that you um your son is pretty close to your descendant too mm-hmm. um and i think that we talk about gemini being like two-faced a lot but we don't talk as much about how um like gemini kind of is looking for their like pair it's like the pair within yourself, but also in an outside person. And your descendant is all about kind of like what you're looking for in a partner mm-hmm. and something. So I think it's interesting hearing you talk about having kind of that freedom of your time, but also have and that being kind of the ultimate recognition of love for you because it is kind yeah, of that's so much sense. Yeah, it's right. your it's it's still well, it's letting it's you be your most of both. Worlds. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the so Gemini deep. way. That's I was gonna say that's so, so hot. <laughs> well, in a lot of I've been seeing a lot of these things, and I think that also it really resonated for me this idea of Gemini kind of seeking a, a twin because I think having the sun on the descendant is like it is. It could be interpreted as looking for yourself in another mm-hmm. to like that mm-hmm. kind of thing of like oh that's the that's how you not only find your like inner self is through partnerships or through the context of someone else kind of reflecting it back to you, but also seeking that out in someone. This is maybe related or possibly unrelated, but I think it's related, but I just like, it's just what you brought up. Just what I was having a conversation with one of my besties, cancer water. And uh, I sent her this thing. So we always talk about like how, you know, our age group gets this, like they just, they'd own houses if they just like fucking stopped eating out avocado toast every day. Mm -hmm. This girl I know wrote this. I spent $20,000 at Starbucks in a year in my life and it's saved my soul. But I saw like part of it was this like this researcher. Well, the reason why was this um, this like scientist that they quote in the article, which is saying that the currency of our lives is time. And so like if she's in grad school, she's like working on these bigger dreams. And it's like, you know what? I like my little fucking coffee. It makes me happy, and it was worth it today it to spend two going. for two dollars. <laughs> so, it, but like just thinking of time, like I've been thinking a lot more about like time, and I feel like that related to this kind of oh, bigger Capricorn. love, Capricorn love um, appreciation of just like well, well, and also knowing that you'll. But you mentioned even coming back to get like the goal is like an ending up like back yeah. together, but it's just like right now during this time is. Mm-hmm time to focus on ourselves that's really funny because you have saturn in your second house in capricorn so like that's that your house of you know money earned income and everything so and saturn is time so it's like time is 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 money money. oh wow like in your in your chart (laughs) i can't wait to re-listen to all of this this is blowing my mind (laughs) (laughs) i thought you saying that thing about starbucks just reminded me of that thing have you guys seen it on the internet where it's that guy who's like want to save four hundred dollars a year and he just says that you tip on the pre-taxed amount at restaurants i mean what that's 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 everyone should know that right But he's like, you could save up to $400 a year. And like the example he gives is like, if you just tip on this, that saves you $4. And if that's one week and then in two weeks, it's $8 and whatever. Oh, and everyone's, everyone's just like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I mean, that's terrible advice. I always feel like I'm doing the wrong math, so I I feel like I usually just throw an extra dollar in there. I'm like, ah, like yeah. well, that's generous, but t- but tipping a percentage on tax is like I think not smart, right? I don't know. If you do, I mean, well, you know, sometimes they give you the percentage at the bottom. That's sometimes, the thing you got to look out for. Sometimes it's with tax and sometimes it's without. Sometimes they'll split 30. your cards at the place and then they'll put what the tip should be. But that's the, the total thing. tip. So you mm-hmm. look at that and you're like, la da da 13. Wait a minute. <laughs> I only I only spend 15. I can't tip $13. So I, I never use that. <laughs> everyone check your gratuity included at the bottom. Or give it. I don't know. Or just do you know what? Or just also make sure if you have it, do it, but tip nicely. But don't. I'm like telling people not to tip. Well, I mean, we have we have big platforms on this uh, crossing the street to get to your Uber. Yeah, and uh, you know, tipping. It's really just we're breaking ground here already. I know no one's ever said it, but (laughs) (laughs) I got something to say. Sometimes though, I this feels like we know someone who's like been talking about. This feels like uh, like patient client privilege, but it's not. It's like the, I was just gonna say there are sometimes people at the salon will tip so bad that I'm like I feel like I'm a bad person for not saying something. Mm. But, oh yeah, but you cannot. I mean, you can't. But also, it's like they'll tip like five dollars on a four hundred dollar service. They'll just like round it up what? to the next like round number. It'll be like three ninety five, and they'll put five on it. And I'm like, that's not okay no <laughs> no that's not okay wow who I'd gets a 400 dollars service <laughs> you'd be surprised what is it alice cooper i mean that's cut co- color no it's just cut and color but if you're getting all these, <laughs> people, <laughs> all these people that want like silver or even yes. blonde, uh, yeah, oh, like extreme white. extreme it's like colors you're taking someone's entire day that's like an eight hour process oh yeah yes oh my god i'm gonna tell this story uh, you guys got some you got the text updates i don't know if i showed you the picture oh but I the other the day picture. at my salon so i work at the front desk at a hair salon oh I, um yes and uh we just got a new stylist and she's great but like her first day she had to do this like really hard color correction service it was like an all day 400 hundred dollar job that kind of thing um so we were really like putting her to the test and then the next day this woman comes in, has has like creative color. So again, it's going to be like an all day thing. She comes in with this guy and the guy uh, <laughs> says he's not her boyfriend. They're just friends. But he proceeds <laughs> to sit next to her in a chair and just stare at her while she gets her hair done from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. No phone out. Whoa. Not reading a magazine. <laughs> Just is he sitting? watching her. He was sitting. Okay, and then he, he was, was sitting. A fetish. In, That's he, what it has we were saying. Oh, it has wow. to be because he was sitting in the chair, and then a stylist came in and was like, "I that's my chair. I need it." And then he just stood behind her, and then at one point he was like squatting down in front of her, again just like watching Ew. her get her hair done. Whoa. And then when she was done, he I do this. the creepiest of all. <laughs> he like. Pay me. Kissed her, but like a dad kiss on the forehead. Whoa. And then he left? Who paid? He did. Okay, that's what oh, I mean. Yeah. Oh, that's God. a Yeah, that's a ew. thing. Yeah. I don't know. Is it ew? I, would, I, would do I don't it. know. I was just like, I feel like it's fine. I need that contact info stat. My roots are horrid right now. <laughs> <laughs> we just felt so bad for the stylist, too, because it's like her second the stylist. Day. I mean, that's the one thing yeah. where yeah. it's like, 
if I don't know, how do you put someone through that? What, what kind of hair think? did she get? She was she had like a pink hair and it looked great. And the stylist was a fucking pro. I don't want to like use names because I don't want to shame kink shame anybody. <laughs> but, <laughs> get traced back. But she was like totally, totally held it together. But we were all just like, what the fuck is going on? How many right hours? Now? Like, like all day. Eight eight hours. Eight. I mean, longer than my shift. Or I mean, as long as my shift. Because a lot of it had to be just like sitting with while the, she's processing. Yeah. And, and did it, she and read books or text or scroll? Did they talk? No, that's Damn. they so weren't wild. even talking. That's he just so stood wild. truly like the like a like a statue, like a blank face, just intent, just watching like a her. sub. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like a sub. Like, a, obviously, like a we sub know a. someone who has done dominatrix stuff, but has done like that, like financial. Who? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, financial stuff, or <laughs> I like know where the it'll be like. But I'm like, who's? I'm okay. always looking for a pay pig. No, well, there'll be like, or she'll be like, uh, come and do chores or whatever, like that kind of stuff. But I mean, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm always retweeting these like sugar daddies on Twitter. That's like first twenty thousand get entered to the and like they show like screenshots of people's PayPal's and I'm like, this is so embarrassing that everyone that follows me on here sees me like retweeting the sugar daddy account every day. Just <laughs> just hoping it's my lotto that like I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get that PayPal. And he has his icon is like a blue tiger. Like it's like the best <laughs> it's like the best icon. It looks I, like it should be like a carnival ride like logo. I uh. tag people in Instagram contests and I put my <laughs> I put my credit card information in any website to get something for free. Mm. I do not care. And that's why, oh. like, my credit card's always getting canceled. I got always have fraud on it because I'm like, oh, free facial at Nordstrom? <laughs> sure, here's my oh credit card. You could have done no. this. I've been getting this call all day that it's like, we're from the Department of Social Security, and you're, there's been suspicious activity, oh, yeah. and we've canceled, your, we've canceled your Social Security number. <laughs> and they're like, if you want to know about it, press one. But the voicemail, you know how it like transcribes it? It's like yeah. not even, it's not even using proper English. It's like, to find out the cancel or something. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll I've definitely. stayed on hold for Hilton points. I've done all kinds of. I, Whoa. I'm, I'm a real, uh, like, I have a sucker for something free. Um, do you guys know what sign your band is? Oh, wow! Like we when our band started? started? Yeah, it was we, in the winter. And we're in Aquarius. <gasps> Aquarius, yeah. Hell oh my yeah. god, we're in Aquarius. Our too. podcast is an Aquarius. So <laughs> that's but, cool. Best, <laughs> do you feel like? Do you feel like your band is an Aquarius? Yeah, I think so. Victoria, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, what is our band? I don't. Tell us I about mean, your band. I mean, I know asking someone like to describe your band is like very difficult. Like, I'm just from whose perspective? Like, from yours. From, how would you define a sign for a project? Like, what qualities of a sign lean to a project? Mm. I think our podcast is an Aquarius because I think when it started I, there was probably not anything else like it mm-hmm. yeah um, I think that uh, we hit a we, niche for we sure. also care about giving like making sure people are getting everything they need from it and like if they really need something that we can respond to them or mm-hmm. be there for them mm-hmm. um, okay. a little kooky wacky a little we, we try to get a little uh, well Aquarians are definitely like when we've talked in like the stereotypicalness of Aquarians, they're definitely like the cool 
person like the cool artisty like i think the overarching like themes of that where the polarity is like leo which is like we've called like the aquarius like the rock star and leo's like the pop star where it's like just doing making art in very different like kind of show boaty mm. ways but i think mm-hmm. it Aquari- we've had like a lot of our guests have been aquarians and i feel like aquarians are just like open like yeah. they're like not gonna like even though they're a fixed sign and they like things their way they're also like it's to hear a different ideas not as like shocking compared to maybe some of the other fixed mm. like scorpios and taurus and like that where it's like mm, can't relate <laughs> but aquarians <laughs> i think since they're getting towards the end too with like in your like at the end of the zodiac wheel i think you get a little bit more of everybody hence pisces being the one that's just like well i'm just like kind of a little bit of everybody just because i've seen it all i've been there done that and got the t-shirt so uh <laughs> yeah i don't know if any of that made sense but what do you think i mean Maddie? i can only see it in that our band stands for being like an influence on the greater good to like inspire women to play music and mm-hmm. just be like actually stand for something yeah that's very clear yeah. well and i think also kind of being the um like being female musicians being like in a rock band that's not necessarily i mean i think it is definitely more now so yeah but yeah. it's not a traditionally like you know quote unquote feminine you know uh arena the mm-hmm. dudes club. yeah it's still like, like i mean like every like area of art is still a boys club for yeah. some reasons besides like the tampon factory right yeah. ladies <laughs> oh, I, don't even, I don't even know if we get that and we don't yeah, get to work at the, we don't get to work at the tampon factory there is that new subscription service but i'm not going to name it because i'm waiting for them to advertise on our podcast <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty cool oh yeah know. they're like we won't put unknown chemicals in this we uh, swear yeah i don't know is that is that what it is yeah that's oh, like their okay. we won't name them well, until they until they give us stuff, money until they stuff us <laughs> but uh, or free tampons well yeah well because tampons they no one knows they're just like i don't know we spray it with some we formaldehyde every morning and you don't ask questions here at the tampon yeah, factory clearly men run that yeah, <laughs> clearly like, like oh yeah just put some formaldehyde in her pussy that's cool <laughs> um, just a uh backstory Y'all are met in Massachusetts. Did we talk about this? Or maybe we did it off pod. But y'all met out in Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. And in college or in the college towny area. Or like how, what was like the meet cute of Potty Mouth? Victoria and I both went to Smith. We are students at Smith. Um, same with our original guitarist, Phoebe. She was also a student. So the three of us knew each other. We were all different class years. I had just graduated. Uh, Victoria had two years left and we just decided we wanted to start a band phoebe uh knew abby phoebe's our original lead guitarist phoebe knew abby from like they dated brothers (laughs) in in town (laughs) and abby was in high school and i had seen her at shows uh that like my old band played with her boyfriend's band at the library where Abby's mom works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. so dorky. That's a small town Western yeah. Mass life. Whoa. Yeah. So, like, my entire family's at the show. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. It's but. Like, literally in the basement of the library. Yeah. In Amherst, Massachusetts. And yeah, I see Abby there. I was like, who's this cool Swedish model girl? <laughs> I um, had bleach blonde hair yeah, back bleach then. Bleach blonde hair. And she was like, tall 
<laughs> still, she's still tall. I'm she was hidden in the tall. roof of the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do y'all have like this is just wait. Tough. What happened to Phoebe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, Phoebe. Phoebe's a Scorpio. Okay. Yeah. Um, she um she left. lives in Maine now. Yeah, she lives. Oh, in Maine. Okay. She she departed okay. from the band in 2014, and um since then we've just operated as a three piece with like um a rotating cast of uh, touring guitarists. Oh, that's yeah, right. so yeah. So shout out to Maine. Yeah. Do you check their astrological sign before they come on tour with you? Oh, <laughs> oh. you know, we don't. We really no. should start doing that. <laughs> we do know all of their signs. Yeah, but it's like after the fact. Like, we're yeah. kind of new to this. No, right? I don't. Th- I don't think you should do that. I feel like that sometimes when you do that, you, you want to place judge expectations you on know. someone. Yeah. yeah, it's more fun yeah. for. Ref- I think it's, and we've talked yeah. about it's more like we're, astrology is a great. Well, people can use it for predictive things if they want, but I think it's a good reflective. Yeah, uh, that's why we love our, it. Okay, our main touring guitarist. I say main because she does the most with us. Kate, aka Katie Rose, she's a Libra, <laughs> and she's very like um, astrology skeptical. We've had to kind of like force it on her a little bit. Oh wow! And like no, Kate, like you're such a classic Libra, and um, she is. But she's just, is she like, like she, aloof she, AF. She she um she's like super super smart and is like works with like data and stuff. Oh and wow! She just has a very like. You know, she's just like, it's all patterns. Like, it's all pattern recognition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, she works at Google and then is also in this band. So it's like she's also doing the balancing act. Yeah. Like Libra just trying to do it all. Uh-huh. I think it is pattern recognition. I don't think she's wrong. Yeah. But I don't know what's wrong with that. How does that... What is, how does that qualify it? In you should just way? tell her she's right, and then she'll be more into it. She'll be like, "Oh, I'm right. Like, <laughs> uh, now, now I like it. Yeah. Like, but, <laughs> but also, I wonder what her other placements are, just because, like, that is like a little like, assur- I would say a little more assured than a Libra, because I feel like for the most part, I think when we've done just like little social sampling polls, like I feel like Libras are generally open to like anything because they're yeah. just an air sign and they're venus ruled and they're just like if it well, makes you happy like here's okay. the thing she says she's skeptical but then we'll have conversations and she'll be like my moon is in sagittarius what does that mean and oh there's like, the data there's yeah. the data we've been looking for <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. it means you have an endless thirst and quest for knowledge and no, i mean and, that and, is her moon i know and oh, no one absolutely. can hold you down she does have an endless thirst and quest for knowledge she does i love it she's so curious yeah. <laughs> uh, i did have like one more major chart question for victoria just because i saw like so much eighth house action yeah i don't know anything Rocky. about the houses me yeah. too we have similar houses because I'm a Taurus rising, but I'm close towards the end. So, and you're a Gemini rising. So, our houses are set up similar. So, I also have a bunch of eighth and Capricorn. So, you know, like the picture of the natal chart when you see all like the planets are bloop, bloop, yeah. bloop. It's divided into a wheel of 12, basically like a pie chart. And it's each house is ruled by each sign. We're going to have a visual yeah. demonstration over here. So, the first house is ruled by Aries. The second house is ruled by Taurus. But your houses will be in different positions based on your rising sign. So your Mercury, Venus, uh, Mars are in the house of Scorpio. And in that house that it's like a little Scorpio's general stereotypes are like 
demystifying the mystical and like mm-hmm. taboos and sexuality and like just like being a freak dog basically it's just like about <laughs> like otherworldliness so since you have like uh, your mercury venus and mars it looks like in this eighth house i just my question i wrote is like do you think you like things done whether this might be a task or arguing or lover stuff or whatever like do you feel like you're maybe particular to a point of view that might not be traditional to other people where like people are like i don't get what you mean but i'll try to understand what you're saying yeah i don't know if that made any sense either but like i don't know if it's because maybe sometimes i have trouble expressing myself Mm -hmm. or if the idea itself is like weird to them well because you're you have this aquarius murky and then these capricorn things which i feel like is very like open and fluid but also like really um what's the word not like strict but like like knows what it like like it's like i'm here to do this today yeah and i like things like Mm -hmm. this and i'm the and i'm the capricorn is like the boss daddy basically of the zodiac but aquarius is also this open thinker and learner but then it's in the scorpio house of like well fuck it all though like who like you know like i fuck a rule i feel like i can see that and that you you speak really concisely but i can tell that you've had an entire conversation in your head and then you try to say it all in one short burst Mm. and so then i feel like i can pick up on certain aspects of what you're trying to get at but i'm like what do you mean by that because it is like there's so much more unexplained like the information context is inside my head yeah exactly like kind of picking up on yeah pieces. and i'm trying to yeah. be like okay well but why what made you think of that mm-hmm. i mean yeah. it's your son's in your ninth house and that's the house that's ruled by sagittarius i'm a sag son and that's like a thing a, a theme that i talk about constantly is and i think part of why i do comedy is because i'm like i have to learn how to transfer the information here into like uh what it's like code into actual like words yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. like if i said the thing that i'm comparing this to in my brain you would have no idea what i'm talking about but if i make this (laughs) analogy now you'll get it because if i just said this you'd be like what like are you are you speaking english (laughs) insane and i think both of those and aquarius too is such a like intellectual high high thinking Mm -hmm. um kind of like scientific uh sign that you of course are going to be kind of up here and so kind of communicating down here in every day in like the real world realm is can be like emotional grunt work yeah or or even just like oh yeah like (laughs) talking about you know a grocery list or something like that like the mundane i think can become (laughs) elevated so finding ways to communicate um something that seems more trivial or whatever sometimes can feel like more of a task than saying something really philosophical and and out there (laughs) do you go dark (laughs) do what do you go dark in conversation will you bring up death or something really do you avoid it no my my boyfriend once described victoria as being like a wise elder who comes down <laughs> from your like your mountaintop to grace us like underlings with your wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think some kind of wizard goat, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Down well, from the mountain. That I mean, eighth house is all about you know mystery and the unknown and and the shadow and all of that. So I think that again, kind of like uh, being able to transmute that into something that regular people can 
you know, bringing those things to the surface and sharing them with other people. Yeah. You know, eighth house is also about, um, like merging. I mean, we talk about it with like sex too, but also the idea it rules other people's money and shared assets and values. And Scorpio is so much like, I want to like, I want to get in you like that kind of energy where it's like, I don't just want to share this. I want us to become this other thing or like, I want to transcend and connect on some (laughs) soul level. So I think another reason why I was like, Oh, this bitch is for sure a drummer Uh, (laughs) because eighth again, eighth it's like the merging it's keeping everyone, bringing everyone together. And that's like that through line of like, Oh, this is, you know, Keeping time, keeping everybody together. Imagine picking up people being like, do you want to merge? (laughs) (laughs) I think, too, with your son close to your midheaven, it's like uh, to do something with your body for your career, I think is very that like, oh, it's like me physically. And I feel like drumming is a lot. People have told me that I'm like very physical, physically expressive. Oh, And I like don't, Hmm. I don't know. Because I don't like look at myself. Cap- yeah, from see. the other side but. i mean you got that capricorn mars that's bones and like the the skeletal structure so i think having you know uh your vitality it's uh, mars is is exalted in that mars is very happy in capricorn it's a very like vital um placement for it uh so i think it like again like getting things done fit physically keeping time Things like that mm-hmm. are are definitely right in line with. Interesting. That's what yeah. you got. I think for sense. Allie, your midheaven is close to Lilith, and then for Abby, it's close to Chiron. So I think for you, the the career and the performance, it might be more of um like a healing process or a, a, a outlet of some sort. For who? For y'all. Oh. For both of y'all. Whereas I think for Victoria, it's more of a, it could be more of a physical outlet where for you, it might be more of an emotional one. Totally. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Just like, uh, yeah. Um, Yeah. More of like an emotional journey. And not that none of you like feel emotion. It's just, it's just some, it it might feel more like, you know, like, oh, this is where like it hits these, like, yeah, these heart things Mm -hmm. or not. I feel like that makes sense. Like the dynamic of potty mouth in general feels very like like she's like the thing victoria's like the thing holding it together and then yeah victoria can have these like yin and yang personality sort of where it's like we're like have different we really balance we're very um, emotionally invested and like (laughs) and i feel like victoria's the kind of person who's like let's just get this done yeah Right. Yeah, get it done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're that person. You're like, let's just do it. I just love that there's just so much, like you have your Gemini rising. You have a, like a lot of third house. There's just like a lot. I just see. I was like pleasantly surprised to see when you see like tri- trios or doers or group where it's like, well, I wonder if they have anything in, like cosmically in common. Yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, guys do surprise. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Can you say anything about our moons? I yeah. Like, what do you want to know? Yeah, we, yeah, we can. Anything. Yeah, let's keep going. Um, right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I kind of touched on the Leo moon in the ninth house. I don't know many Leo moons, so I like. I was like, oh, this is a fun new placement to think of. But I guess maybe you can help me social studies a little bit backwards. But like, what is your like emotional day to day like? What or how do you feel like you're an emotive? How do you emote? I don't. I don't know. 
I think that for you in specific, this is your f- only fire in your chart. So this is might be where some of your like you might feel like emotionally you need to do things. You yeah. might get um, and you talked about having anxiety a little bit before yeah. that your moon and your emotions and kind of your shadow side, your femininity might be the thing that kind of gets you gets you up in the morning and gets you started. Mm-hmm. Um, Leo also is like tender and warm and like, uh, you know, very welcoming. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you don't the- you don't really have much like action going on aspect wise with your moon. So maybe that also yeah. too might be like, some people like if their moon is like square their Venus or like is like s- kind of facing battle in their chart with other placements, it can be a little like you might feel a little more. But Leo is about self. And we talked about this with fire signs like Aries can be the very like me first. Like I'm going to push people to the side, love it or leave it. And then Sagittarius is like, no, but like we need people to like be our better selves. And then Leo's like, I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, like <laughs> if it's me or a group, like what gets me what gets me to next yeah. phase? Tell me what I Tell me what I need to do to be here today. It's like, I mean, it's a lion. Lions don't get up and hunt until they're hungry. Where a ram is going to like bang its head against the wall until kingdom come. So I think it's just, it is like a more preserved and reserved emotional expression. It's like, I'm not going to waste the energy if I don't need to. Yeah, I can so, definitely so relate to that. Royalty. You want to be like treated nice, you know? Worship like, me. Get, like, well, and I, mean, I mean, we all want to be treated yeah, nice. Yes. I mean, yeah. But you know. But also the ninth house, I think, does. I mean, I wrote when I asked about your love life before was just like I wrote. I'm guessing the idea of something straightforward, a straightforward love affair probably sounds boring. Like, wait, why? Like, and that's yeah. like was like just just a note that oh, wow. like popped out from your chart yeah, for me. Moon, why? moon wise. Well, it's in your ninth house, too, which rules uh, travel and like foreign uh, long distance. And, yeah. Distant mm-hmm. long distance travel. Um, yeah. And. I think it's your moon is also creativity and intuition and things like that. And I think that, um, you know, it's Leo is the ruler of the sun. So I think that that probably adds a, um, like Lisa said, it's only fire placement to adding kind of a warmth of emotions as opposed to this Scorpio rising and then Gemini, uh, which can be a little more intellectual and and detached having this fire moon Mm -hmm. kind of warms it up. So you're not, um, totally, you're not totally devoid of feelings. Not that that's not that Gemini's are like that, but having adding that kind of more, um, yeah, just uh, I think the feel school- like intuitive, instinctive, um, dramatic, creative, mm-hmm. uh, a little more kind of like, you know, just kind of uh, bold yeah, action taking. No, I totally get it. Yeah, <laughs> and I think the Scorpio rising too might trip people off because I think that like that sometimes water sign risings are just water people or that people that come off like water people people are like oh my god here's all my baggage and all my tea thank you for receiving all this information and that's like not really your core but it's like might how you you might present is like, yeah, give me all your damage. And it's like, oh, I she don't loves gossip. It's like, but I don't really need <laughs> your doesn't. damage. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, speaking of gossip, um, Abby, Abby, let's talk about this Pisces moon over oh, here. Oh, I know. Am I going to make it? Am I going to be You'll okay? You'll make it. But you know <laughs> what? You're going to be fine. I think like on a little different, I mean, yours is in your third house, which is the Gemini house, which is 
typically like short communication, short relationships, uh, like siblings as like these more like not like in depth sort of things. But I saw that it was um, it's interesting. There's like a lot of what was it? It was like square. I think to your Mars. Yes. And then like in conjunction with Saturn. So I feel like there is I think people's opinions while being a Scorpio and you might say it doesn't matter to you might yeah. actually like can like someone can say something maybe just that right yeah. special way that just is like and I'm done yeah. for the entire day. Yeah. No, it, it can happen. Which in a sucks. Second. It's hard. I mean, that's hard. But like you have so much water. It's just like let it out. There's nothing you yeah. can do. Like, do you have also, siblings? I have an older brother. Are you close to your family? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I definitely don't tell them anything, but I, <laughs> but we all get along. He's a little weirdo. Wait, a Scorpio yeah. keeping secrets? My yeah. entire family are Libras. So I'm just like, don't <laughs> talk to me. Like, you just don't understand. Whoa. I'm the Scorpio in the corner. <laughs> a Pisces moon in the third house leads very easily towards singing. Yeah. That to me is like, you know, that's cool. Kind of a no brainer, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, Maybe, yeah. Did you sing a lot as a kid? Were you like a kid that no. would run around? No? I mean, I have always been in plays. Like, <laughs> I went to a school where I had to be in a play every year. Um, and I have always been a very artistic person. But I still, to this day, don't consider myself a strong singer. But that you sing a lot. I sing at the house. Yeah. Did, did, were you that I kind mean, yeah, of kid I, or no? Mm, I like singing along to the radio. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love singing, but I yeah yeah I just wouldn't be like I'm a singer. <laughs> yeah. But, well, <laughs> well, you're a uh, rock star. You know, that it's like a different. <laughs> it's like different than being yeah. Adele. You I'm know? not a vocalist. Yeah. I'll just say that. That's cool. Sure. Well, what's yeah. interesting? Just this conversation reminded me of something we talked about. Since you asked about moon signs specifically, is we read somewhere a while ago, and we've kind of adopted this. I think I relate to this and. Let me know if this maybe rings you, but there's a theory that some astrologers have that you're actually your moon sign until you reach adulthood because your moon no, is just not like, adulthood. well, like tween, like, like your youth, like when you're you a kid, to like, your you, grow you grow into, into your sun, like you're not, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm this and I automatically flip. But it, since sun is identity and you don't, it's hard to find an identity when you're a kid because your identity is just like yeah. your raw emotions usually or like who your friends are, like what you're doing that you can show more of your moon sign as a youth so i don't know if i can see that that's just something to yeah, like definitely i don't I know if that like, seems yeah, like you were like, like a baby leo was more leo moon when i was younger like a little like spotlight like mom look Victoria, <laughs> you're you know, just like not not you're like proactive. secure enough with myself to like know that there are like bigger things happening than what's going on inside me mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah that's um victoria your virgo moon in the fourth yes um which is i mean you might compartmentalize your emotions a bit um i don't know i was diagnosed with ocd when i was like five really? and i found out and I was like already in college. And I had no idea. My mom was like, oh, yeah. You, <laughs> really? Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Five wow. is like really young. Yeah. But I mean that, I mean, not like, oh, that fits. <laughs> um, <laughs> you just have a lot of those compartmentalizing kind of placements. But um, 
I guess it depends on in what aspect of your life or in what part of your. I don't yeah. know anything about OCDs. So I don't want to say <laughs> anything. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because we kind of talked about communication before, but your moon trines Mercury, which like is like a, like ah, uh, it's like a it's like a positive aspect, and I wonder since it's positive, we kind of talked about like maybe trouble expressing yourself, but I think since Virgo wants to come correct that and the Aquarius wants to speak in a like very like smart and elevated way that maybe that's where that trying comes into effect that it's like well if you want me to like emotionally express myself in the best way like I need to be like slow come slow and correct and like do everything properly I mean I even wrote my one of my notes for you was like okay likes things their way like was just like the main like a, a note of just like like I know what I like and I, like yeah. and yeah, it's, it's like true. and I'm not afraid yeah, to true. I can change but I, I don't I don't need yeah. to like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but that was the main thing that I saw from y'all yeah, oh, yeah. um I do have the I game know, I like, do we have yeah. the yes I have should the we game. see questions first yeah wait do yeah, you guys have qu- questions, questions like about anything? certain parts of your life or anything chart stuff stars planets i don't even know what to ask can you just tell us something random like one random fact about each of us or if yeah. you have any other notes that we didn't <laughs> <get> to <laughs> i like the notes don't ever ask a tourist to give you notes <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um, um i do think it's interesting i i like um the vertex which is like a mathematical point in your chart uh but and some astrologers use it some astrologers are like it doesn't mean anything but i i like it because i know it's it's a it's a point that's uh said to kind of uh reflect fated encounters with people a lot of times if you like have someone that comes up a lot that if you meet someone a lot of people that have like the same birthday or something like that that can be that is said to be a vertex uh, mm-hmm. thing. Um, but you guys all have a, your like a vertex in each other's signs. What? Oh. Wait, what? What? Like uh, <laughs> there's all a, uh, yeah, there's like a, kind of a vertex. That gives me the chill. You, okay, so <laughs> Allie, Allie and Abby have your same, you guys have, the same vertex as each other well you know we're exactly six months apart i don't know if that has anything to do with it i saw you're both the 21st and i was like 21st may 21st i I was and if i knew april 21st what okay Uh, i um, wish i knew more about numerology otherwise i'd be like well well i guess that'd be like maybe three three might be like and then three is that gemini thing kind of like twisted back in which you also have victoria so i don't know maybe there's like something cool with three that might be present yeah i mean Yours is in yours is in Scorpio in your sixth house, which is like day to day work, and Scorpio rising, Scorpio sun, you work with Scorpios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whoa, crazy. And again, like a faded, uh, another like two of the same kind of thing. Um, what's another random? I was gonna be like, damn, oh, what are cool facts? Um, <laughs> Abby, you have no retrogrades in your chart. Yeah, I noticed oh, that, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, you don't. Um, retrograde in your natal chart means you kind of internalize whatever qualities um, of that planet that are is retrograde. So if someone has Mercury, that's someone I think most people are familiar with. If you have Mercury retrograde in your chart, it means that you might have a unique communication style. You might have 
difficulty communicating regularly. A lot of times people that have mercury retrograde in their natal chart during mercury retrograde periods actually have a like better time because everything's kind of going their way. So they're (laughs) able to like everyone's able to kind of meet on a level playing field at that time. Um, So, so what, but, what does that but mean not for having me? <laughs> having no retrograde in your chart is rare. It's most people because um, it's like eight percent of the population or something. Whoa. Yeah, because because the bigger outer planets are and Mercury goes retrograde, you know, three or four Often, times a yeah. year. The likelihood of not having retrograde is is kind of low. Um, and it's also again said to be if you're into like past lives and stuff, it's like a uh, retrograde can also reflect like karmic things in your chart so not mm-hmm. having anything i think is like a first a first lifetime or a last lifetime <gasps> it's but a probably, last lifetime yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be my first time <laughs> pisces move yeah, <laughs> I, I, I have a like i'm very interested in like our podcast being part of like Kinseyan style anecdotal research for I feel like, like astrology. I'm a hundred years old. Well, I, think I have a I have a theory that it's like the it's Pisces anywhere there's Pisces involved uh, is like likely to not have retrograde because they've been through so many you know they're the oh. end. Oh, wow. So you have all of this twelfth oh, house, which is Pisces, and then also your Moon in your right next to your IC, which is like your upbringing, your root. Yeah. Uh, so to me, that makes sense that this you've you've had a lot of lifetimes, but also this is purely, that's purely <laughs> conjecture and and you know that's the quote though. I, I feel like I'm a hundred years old. Pisces. Pisces. Moon. Moon. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, you guys, but you guys all have I, my sense when I like looked at all of your charts, just like on a first kind of like once over. I was like, oh, you guys have different charts, but they're similar, like vibrationally to me mm-hmm. but they all kind of like i was like oh i get i get why these three work together yeah yeah and you, why we've chosen to remain a trio and like have this model of like it's interesting because it, i feel like if we weren't in a band the three of us would never really be such a close core yeah. like i feel like we wouldn't be just a three friendship mm-hmm. no. crew yeah. but we all work so well together yeah. so like that's how we were able to like come to a common ground is because we are like we function really well yeah. as a group the power of three the power of three oh, and three yeah. and i think it's impressive because three is hard three is a hard number it's like something yeah. that comes up a lot mm-hmm. a lot of bands in history that have been three pieces you know there's always that struggle because it's always like two against one and that mm-hmm. two can change and it's just hard because it doesn't have that perfect um uh, symmetry but I think for us it is a powerful structure um, mm-hmm. I would say oh we I know mean, about threesomes yeah <laughs> I mean it, we're in we're in yeah. one. And, like, we've been a band for eight years like that's a long time like we've outlasted some of my favorite bands you know of all time because it's it's just hard to, to strike a good vibration mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know? sure. wait how old like are you you're i know i mean i have your ages kind of but like how mm-hmm. old were you when you guys started roughly like around what age i Eight? was 17 oh is that long ago? i was 22 damn yeah i was like 21 22 oh i guess it was yeah that time of year where yeah at that time of year i was isn't 22. like 22 23 isn't that like the jupiter return mm-hmm. typically yeah. okay mm-hmm. that's what i was just yeah. like and i saw um what does that mean 
Um, well, it's like like a Saturn return is like the big one we all know where it's mm-hmm. like sat since Saturn is like rules, it's like getting your shit on track. Otherwise, your next Saturn by the time your next Saturn returns when you're 50, whatever it is, then you're going to be like, why the fuck didn't you get your shit on track when you're 28, 29? Now I got to do this again. Yeah. Um, so like but Jupiter life moments. Yeah. The big like you're like tr- true transition into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, that was a yeah. True, true transition time for me. And then mm-hmm. Jupiter is like that planet's Sagittarius minded abundance, growth, expansion, just like the good stuff. Jupiter is like the like the bounty. It's like getting what you want to go go out and get. So I think that's like interesting of like leaning into like making a baby, which is your band, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and like rearing it to your Saturn return, basically. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we all opted out of other things for this band. Like Abby opted out of college and I opted out of going to grad school. And, you know, we all just decided to go for it so and stay in western mass yeah, and instead in of mass. yeah we're, and then move to la together yeah and now we're here baby talking stars on a windy night <laughs> true la as the santa anna's blow oh my god um so all right so we have a game you might okay. have heard of it yes uh well mary a little fuck snog mary avoid for you love island heads out there <laughs> oh my god i just watched a really good clip of love island people talking about brexit and they're like wait does that mean it's harder to go on holiday <laughs> <laughs> and like their minds all blew into like a billion pieces it's a good twitter clip out there but we're gonna do a little Mar- mary fuck kill do we all know this game yeah okay mm-hmm. gotta check in man what if someone said no i think i'm waiting like, oh, for the day <laughs> what sign we, what sign would never heard of it i think my mom was like i don't know and it's like shut up <laughs> you know um but i have we're gonna do three rounds i have each of your big three celebrities who share your sign oh. placements so we're gonna start with Allie's. Allie's, this is rare usually because i'm searching like your sun moon rising it's very rare that i find celebrities that have like your big three because a lot of times we just don't know the risings for people mm. and usually i'll just do a combo of the sun moon but i have three celebrities with your gemini sun leo moon scorpio rising okay, and wow. they are a doozy <laughs> we're all and we're all gonna play mary fuck hilt drew carey no <laughs> gladys knight of gladys knight and the pips okay. of gladys knight of gladys knight <laughs> fuck the pips and I mean. clint eastwood Oh, wow. wow. I didn't make the rules. Oh, this I feel is like just... this is a pretty easy one. Well, I... God, this feels so mean. I could... <laughs> oh, it's... it's so, I, I mean, would it's kill the... Drew Carey. Yeah, of course. Wow. Oh, really? I would definitely not kill him. Maybe it wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> we share a drug dealer, and I hear he's very nice. Whoa. <laughs> I love The Price is Right. I went to the taping of it when I first moved here, and, you know... Did you go see? up? I didn't go up, no. So I see why he has to die. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is for the prices, right? Yeah. Um, okay, I'd fuck Clint Eastwood. Wow. <laughs> and yeah, married Gladys Knight. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think we're all married. Yeah, Gladys. everyone's marrying Gladys. Or uh, I think we? I'm gonna oh, marry. Well. I'm gonna marry Drew because he's got a steady job. Um, <laughs> he has those residuals I from the Drew Carey Shore. Bad saying I'd kill him. Don't, oh, it's don't fine. Feel bad. This is for the. Don't feel bad. He also is hey. super Rocks. conservative. I once. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah no, I'm killing Clint, Clint Eastwood. I'm doing a Grand Torino style, like <laughs> hard as hell, like Clint. But oh god, young Clint Eastwood though was 
like God, he I mean, he was pretty fucking high. That's why the more sadly. I think about it, there are some there are some like curveballs coming in where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe you maybe you pull a a fucking uh you know curveball gold digger marriage and you uh, marry Clint Eastwood, he's who's almost, gonna die soon. Yeah, and just like get that out. money. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm fair enough. Him. Isn't he super racist? He, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Not yeah. Not yeah. Him. No, I want to marry Gladys, also, it's a game. but I don't. I don't want to fuck Drew Carey. I'm gonna marry you. Know, I'm gonna fuck, fuck Drew Carey. I I I've exactly said it before, you, and I'll yeah. say it again. Yeah. yeah, I will fuck anyone in this game. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, did you all decide? Any results? Mine's the same as hers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Right. See, this is why. This is why y'all. This are is why banned. you guys are <laughs> uh, Abby. Yes. We only have one with your same exact big three, and then I'll tell you the combos of the other people. But okay, Hillary Clinton, same exact big three Whoa, as you. Just God. a heads up. Uh, <laughs> you're I with don't her. Know if I like that. <laughs> <laughs> be proud of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah my, I think that's my dope. aunts would be proud of that. Yeah. I wonder if Hillary would love that. I wonder if Hillary Clinton thinks she's also a hundred years old. <laughs> uh, she is like a million years I mean, old. I'm sure she feels yeah. that way. Um, yeah. I'm sure people tell her that. Yeah. She's <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we have a poor lady. <laughs> they probably say, "I bet you feel like you're a hundred." H. Dog Clinton, Winona Ryder, Scorp- Scorpios on Pisces Moon, okay. and then, oh my god, of course she is. Oh yeah, I mean, like written on the wall. Why not? Uh, and then Katy Perry, Scorpio hmm. Sun and Rising. She's actually a triple She's Scorpio, a triple. Oh, so definitely okay. hammer at home. Sadly, I know all of this. Bye. Okay. Um. Hmm. I would say, okay, kill Harry, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> um, fuck Katy Perry, and marry Winona. All right. Mm. Mm. Damn, that's very. Uh, I mean, that's like the solid. An- like, I agree. I think I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna go killing, with that. I'm straight up killing Katy Perry first chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. You're done. I'll marry Winona Ryder. Fuck Hillary Clinton. Fuck Hillary. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. No, thank Pant you. Pantsuit Nation, baby. Oh God, what about you guys? Move those, pan- move those pantsuits to the side. Like- <laughs> I think I think I'm doing the same You'd because I also Perry. feel like, no. as I mean, I know Hillary Clinton is imperfect, but she for sure like at least deserves to come hard. And I don't know if I'm the one to do that, <laughs> but I definitely want to try. <laughs> I feel like Hillary Clinton would be nice and take you for crumb brulee or whatever the fuck. Oh, she would love work that. With some ladies that like want to fuck Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, if you Smith. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys gonna do? Uh, what Abby said. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Wow. Stevie? Three, two, two for two. Stevie, <sighs> what are you gonna do? Now I change. I, I feel like I'm changing my mind here, but no, I'm gonna go. I think I have, you know, I'm the same. I'm going to kill Hill, put on a shirt. Whoa. I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to free Winona. I'm going to lock Winona down. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, obviously fuck Katy Perry. Look at those knockers. Yeah. Woo. I mean, I know it's the obvious one, but also, no, you know, I'm against She it. is annoying. Like, I wish I, well, I wish I could kill both. But she not that anyone deserves to die, but you know, for the sake of the game. I'll never forgive her one time. There was a, there was a <laughs> video going around of her singing the song 
N words in Paris, but she said ninjas. No. <laughs> and at that nope. time, I was like, "You're done." You're also, yeah, done. she's a she's fucking done, idiot. She's yeah. done so many things I don't like. I'm like, but also out. I feel like Hillary has like compromised a greater good than Katy Perry. I don't has. know if that's true. <laughs> I, I, can't, can't, I also I can't. agree. I she think Katy no Perry may, may have done left. more damage. damage than I agree. Clinton. I agree. Really? Uh, yeah. No. Well, she, she was also, her VP when they were running. So. She also has they're, referred yeah, to her in cahoots. She so. referred to her own boobs as balloons in a song. I feel like that should be illegal. There's a lot of shit <laughs> that I don't like about Katy Perry. Right. I well, either way, Winona's safe. Oh, um, Winona's yeah. getting fucked or married no matter what happens. Yeah. Good uh, for you, girl. All right. I saw Katy Perry at the Hollywood Bowl, and she's saying, she's like, I'm going to do, it was like a free part of like the symphony, and I got free tickets. And they're like, coming out for two songs is Katy Perry. <laughs> and she's like, hello, I have a queen cover for you. Guess what queen song this bitch does? What? Bicycle. What? Of all oh the queens, God. I mean, like, yeah. of all the queen covers and all the land, she's Bicycle. dressed up as Freddie, Freddie Mercury so many times. I'm over her. Okay? Oh, right. <laughs> enough, enough about this, bitch. You know the favorite she, sing-along "Bicycle." Like, it's a good song, but I mean, no one wants to no, hear that cover. No, I. And no offense if you guys have ever done a bicycle cover. She's a triple cover, Scorpio, but. and she does truly like weird me out. I mean, For I'm a like, triple Scorpio, you could not be more boring. Look, love. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some. There are some Katy Perry bangers that I will stand sure, by. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, from that old ass album. I wasn't gonna throw away ago. her album. I just <laughs> want her to die. I wasn't <laughs> gonna kill Teenage Dream. Yeah, you Deli. know Deli. Last Katy Perry note. I think it's so weird that she is facial twins and like opposites with. Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel, triple Capricorn. Capricorn. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Also, Facial really? Twins? When we looked yeah. at it, like, and they're just like, twi- like, just overall, yeah. like, same, same, yeah. same vibe, yeah. same but different. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, she won that. Well, yeah. Triple Capricorn. I feel like that's unfortunate. <laughs> it works for her though. Like, it's like, ooh, my box. Boring. Can't wait to fit in it. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Love my love the things she's, I love. Yeah. She figured out what's good for her, and she did it and so hard. Yep. She's yeah. In it. She's there. Bing bang boom. Right. Uh, last finally. one. Uh, I couldn't find the triples, but we got a combo here. We have. Mina Suvari, Aquarius Sun, Virgo Moon. We all know American mm-hmm. Pie. No, yes, Pie and Beauty. Yes. Pie and Beauty. John Travolta, Aquarius Sun, <laughs> Virgo Moon, and Burt Reynolds, Aquarius Sun, wow. Gemini Rising. So, yeah, it's a tough one. I guess I'd probably oh, marry yeah. Mina. Oh well, yeah. But she's getting the axe. Who's getting it? No, I would. Oh I would fuck for riddles. Yeah, of course. I think. I think we're all. I think we're all all in agreement on this. Who, who's picking? Jo- is I'm anyone? Just about is John anyone fucking? Is anyone not killing? John I mean, if, if I could time machine <laughs> to like a uh, Greece, Greece yeah, then I just saw deliverance. It would be. It would still like an oily fuck. Yeah, he's. Yeah, why did you put that? I've never seen Abby look so disgusting. 
disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, John Travolta. And that's coming from someone who's like celebrity John crush. Travolta. <laughs> yeah. 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 My <laughs> celebrity crush used to be Vince Vaughn. So, <laughs> girl, mine still is. <laughs> I mean, worry. Young, I, like, was, like wedding was, crashers, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Uh, I oh, love yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. That is He's, still. He's also conservative, but you know what? He, is? Yeah. he makes He's a Cubs fan. He just made a so movie with hard. Mel Gibson. Oh, oh no. he did. Yeah. Um, I have to give up the game. <laughs> He's not in this round. <laughs> Vince, well, Lanky Vince Vaughn from Wedding Crashers is not in this round. Yeah. Um, I think I have a little mix-up, though. I think I'm going to fuck Mina, marry Bert, again, functioning on this plane that, you know, he's alive and well and, you know, and then I guess I'm killing John because John is also not of this realm and I think he needs to maybe be set free. He's a Scientologist and he needs to leave. Yeah. He needs to to leave his vehicle or whatever i'm, mm-hmm. I'm but sorry man, 70s. Also, <laughs> any scientologist listening they're not Copa. yeah they're not is mina i could see mina being a scientologist i assume every like everybody they're, is they all are they're everywhere you know um is she the one who came to the potty mouth yeah we married her yeah i'm fucking her yay we all chose so right well speaking of um shows oh yeah where can people i mean obviously your album but yeah you have an album snafu also sounds like a really fun like um compared to like previous record like i don't i have apple music so i don't know if i get everything but it sounded like I was listening. I was like, "This sounds like a cool teen movie." Like, I don't know if yeah, that was the vibe we're going for, says. but I was just yeah. like, I just see myself pulling up to like the Bring It On High School right now, and I'm just having <laughs> a good time. So yeah, people yeah. say that or Ten Things I Hate About You. Yes, yeah. yes, it just has that. Just mm, so yes, it definitely yeah. gave me. I love, I love the vibe. Um, yeah, so the new album is out. When yeah. where can people see you? What's coming up? How we're do we playing find you? at the Echo. We're playing a day show on May eighteenth, which okay. is a Saturday. Oh, nice. awesome. yeah. We have a website. Um we're gonna be doing a lot of US dates this summer. Um, yeah. our website's pottymouthworld.com. Potty Mouth World is also our Instagram handle on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. All the social there. Yeah. Oh yeah! Cool. Well, yeah, thank you guys so much for doing this. Yay. I'm so yeah, nice. this yeah, very insightful thing we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so nice not to talk about the same thing over and over again. Like yeah, uh, you, oh chords and like yeah. not <laughs> even. We don't ever no. get to talk about chords. Yeah. Um, what would you like to say about chords right now? While you have, <laughs> while you have the platform. <laughs> Yeah, no. You don't they, really have yeah. to. They just mi- they force us to talk about feminism. Yeah. Every oh. time. Yeah, Who's they? They made us shave our legs. Who's they? That's what yeah. we want to know. Yeah. <laughs> so you mean when you guys were on Joe Rogan? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk about if you know Rogan, let me know. That's another crush. They force us to shave our legs. What? That's a joke we did on Twitter like five or six years ago like so long ago and people flipped out yeah like a podcast <laughs> made you shave your legs no no we just said they made you shave our legs and people are like who's they yeah people were like getting angry they were getting their pitchforks yeah. wow <laughs> hell yeah well thank you guys so much thank and uh, yeah, go thank check you. out potty mouth uh if you're in the la area come see them live on the 18th and we will see you next week bye 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 bye, bye. bye.
Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign? What's your sign?